0: Welcome to the Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And we have releases abounds today, complete with bugs, teasers, and everything in between. Let's not muck around, here are the news stories that you need to know. A countdown timer on the Capcom website was a mystery until the 21st of February, when a teaser trailer for the new instalment in the Street Fighter series was announced. Following the completion of the Capcom Pro Tour fighting game exhibition, the teaser soon had the gaming world thirsting for the shirtless, sandaled Ryu. Analysis of the teaser was overshadowed by interesting sentiments, such as Alana Pierce tweeting Find you a man who looked like he swallowed a bus. In a Resident Evil village, Lady Dimitrescu-like admiration, comments have mentioned Ryu's appearance as a new look for the series, as an introduction for what is to come. Unfortunately, fans have also taken shots at the new series' logo, which is a departure from the motif of its previous titles, which some say is quite boring. Critics have posited that it is remarkably similar to a stock logo available for purchase on the Adobe website. After comparing the images, I can see why they would be concerned about potential marketing and copyright issues, but the proof will be in the pudding when more information arrives for the game in summer of this year. Assassin's Creed fans will be excited to see that the most recent game, Valhalla, will be receiving accessibility updates that will improve the game for players who wish to improve their gaming experience. Notorious for its lack of accessibility, this is a welcome change to the series as it adds the easier Saga difficulty mode. Enemies won't scale with the player, inflict less damage, and react slowly in this easier mode. Players will also be able to alter the damage taken, given the healing, the adrenaline gain, and enemy health. With improvements to stealth on the way in anticipation of the release of their Dawn of Ragnarok expansion, it's important to remember that their next title will be a live service game, and that all of these changes to the current game will be good practice for maintaining Assassin's Creed Infinite when it releases. I think in this case, a little bit of goodwill can go a long way. We must remember of course that game accessibility is an ongoing and growing conversation, and must be considered by developers to enable all audiences to experience them. The difficulty discussion is rearing its head again with the release of Elden Ring this week, but remember, they are options to enrich, and don't detract from the game. Reports indicate that Guardians of the Galaxy game, released by Square Enix and developed by Artis Montreal in 2021, has not performed to the initial expectations of the publisher. The game reviewed strongly, fostered strong public sentiment, and was even nominated in the Game Awards last year for Best Action Adventure, Best Score in Music, Innovation in Accessibility, and took home the trophy for Best Narrative Game. Despite this, the studio will be looking to further promote sales to improve the outlook for this year. While I haven't played Guardians of the Galaxy myself, I've heard great things about the story from many who played it, and have heard Jan Ochoa of Giant Bomb fame claiming it as the game that helped him through 2021 with its theme of friendship. For a game with a great soundtrack and powerful themes like that, I'd recommend it too. Any gamer a part of the discourse will know of Cyberpunk 2077's turbulent launch in late 2020. The game had been hyped for years before releasing only to find bugs, graphical errors and issues with the console releases, some even citing the game as unplayable. CD Projekt Red released patch 1.5 a few days ago to improve the game, and it has brought Cyberpunk back into the conversation. The patch notes have detailed aspects of improvements such as a version for Xbox Series X and S, ray tracing improvements, and additional appearance and apartment options, however players have noticed a large amount of changes that were not indicated by the notes, and hidden through the game. Fans are working hard to assemble the hidden update list which includes clothing mods, weapon balancing, nerfs to critical damage, and even to perks and progression. These adjustments have changed the way the game feels, and could go a long way to improving sentiment from players. CD Projekt Red have suffered greatly from the release of Cyberpunk 2077, from a hack of their studio that stole game source code and employee information, to a lawsuit from investors in the studio that claimed they were defrauded with the release. Sony even pulled the game from their digital store at the time of release, and refunds were given where asked. All this considered, they still turned a profit, and continue to support the game which tells this reporter that they are keen to do the right thing. I've played on PC upon release and had a brilliant time, in fact, looking forward to heading back to Night City very soon. Digital trends reporter Monica White has suggested from information leaks that graphics card prices will soon be taking a downturn. The information is based on a tweet from popular leaker Greymon55 and doesn't note reasoning or sources. PC gamers would be understandably sceptical of this information. Throughout the pandemic, the graphics card market has fluctuated and engorged to become prohibitive for players to upgrade their devices. The chip shortage has prevented the creation of more cards, some blame cryptocurrency miners after an Nvidia limiter hack last year, and the scarcity has led to retailers selling available cards for up to two times their original retail price. Manufacturers have even attempted to offset the shortages by re-releasing older cards in a new SKU for a cheaper price. But those in the know are waiting for the market to flood with the new Nvidia 4000 series and Intel's competitive new graphics card entry to fight the monopoly. I'm one of these gamers with a GTX 1660 Ti that I bought for $300 less than the current sale price in stores, and I'm eagerly awaiting the time that graphics cards become affordable again, especially for us here in Australia. Bethesda, the popular publisher of games such as Skyrim, Wolfenstein and Fallout, Is sunsetting its Bethesda.net game launcher and moving its customers to the Steam launcher. A blog posted on their site states that players that own their games on the launcher should fear not, before the launcher disappears, they will be able to move their purchases and wallet funds into Steam's ecosystem to ensure that nothing is lost in the transition. The launch of Bethesda.net in 2015 was curious but unsurprising as the likes of Blizzard, Ubisoft, and other game publishers had been attempting to wrestle gamers away from the monopolizing hands of Steam and EA into their own ecosystem, with the purchase of Bethesda by Microsoft in 2020 and completion in 2021, it makes sense to sunset their launcher and opt for Xbox Game Pass and Steam to distribute their games. And being completely honest, I knew it existed and never really dabbled, I suspect the rest of the internet may be learning of it for the first time upon its closing. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen expansion, a new addition to the popular franchise from Bungie Game Studios. Has been released on time but the developer has warned players of existing bugs that could not be fixed before launch. Some are general, others are quite specific, but it seems Bungie are relying on the goodwill of their fanbase to relieve them of the potential backlash. Some of the bugs include potential framerate drop on Xbox opening character screen for players with a full inventory, and some PS4 players won't be able to download the expansion pre-launch due to errors on Sony's platform. Some will resonate with fans, others have broader issues, but I guess they will be fixed. Toot sweet, and the Destiny treadmill will be back up and running at full pace again. All jokes aside, Bungie is one of the more reliable developers with fans in mind, so let's take it easy on them. In addition to the news, every so often I'm going to share what I'm playing. It gives me a chance to recommend the games that I enjoy, and at the moment I'm playing Sifu, a third-person martial arts action game from Slow Clap, developer of The Absolver, It has a Soulsborne feel with smatterings of a roguelike and the challenge of a game like Cuphead. The mechanics are intriguing, but I'm having a great time with it. My key piece of advice for those that may have bounced off it is that patience is key. Take your time, master the techniques, and enjoy the ride. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. I know some of you love the details, so check the show notes of the episode for sources of the stories, Join me every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday to discuss the latest game news, and if I missed anything, let me know on Twitter at MathBlissPod or via email at deaddroppod at gmail.com. Or don't, and just tell your friends about the Dead Drop for video game news. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.